Welcome to Hope for Restless Hearts, the podcast of Restless Heart Ministries. My name is John Newton. Restless Heart Ministries is a Christian organization that seeks to provide resources for people in need of spiritual, emotional, and physical rest. Well, the holidays are once again upon us, and Christmas decorations seem to have popped up everywhere. My wife and I traveled to Texas last week to see my family for Thanksgiving, and when we left, our little town was barren of almost all holiday decor. Well, there were a few people I call the Warriors of the Christmas Spirit. They decorated the day after Halloween, but the town itself had done nothing. When we came home Sunday night, BAM! Lights! But behind those beautiful decorations lies another spirit, the spirit of stress and anxiety. It usually hits around the holidays and I know for me, it kind of turns me into a ball of yarn, kind of twisted and a bit of a mess. You know, when I was a kid, I never realized how stressful the Christmas season could become. You know, when you're 8 or 10 or 11 years old, Christmas is all about presents and Christmas trees and lights and sugar cookies and, well, a lot of sugar cookies for me anyway. There are road trips to see grandparents, singing Silent Night by Candlelight at their church, and endless teasing from uncles that always seems to catch you off guard, even though you always know it's coming. Christmas was my favorite holiday. One thing my family added to our annual routine was a car ride through local neighborhoods, allowing us to see the fancy light displays of those who decked their, well, decks with boughs of holly. However, the older I've grown, the more I've come to understand and experience this darker side of the holidays. It's a side that causes so much stress that my counselor wife usually gets extra business after New Year's. I've compiled a list of things that kind of normally stress out our Christmas time. Do you relate to any of these? I know, I think I've pretty much hit every single one. Okay, first thing that typically stresses out our Christmas time is family. We all have family. Sometimes we're talking to them, sometimes we're not, sometimes we have to and don't want to. You know what I mean? You love them and you hate them, and for some people you do both. Family strife, baggage, old wounds, misunderstandings, bold personalities, so forth. All of these things make for uncomfortable holiday visits. I'll never be able to forget all the Thanksgivings and Christmases when my own family experienced such trial, usually because my father didn't get along with his dad. Visits were short, and the annual blow-up between my dad and grandpa were just part of the holidays that we kids expected and hated. Can you relate? It seems that a lot of the people I know experienced and still experience this stress. For some families, an uncomfortable sibling, or an uncle who's had too much to drink, or perhaps self-righteous parents, or a politics-obsessed relative can ruin Christmas joy and goodwill. Another thing is money. And don't we all seem to worry about money at one point or another, and some of us all the time? Christmas is just plain expensive. Over the years, my giving limit has fluctuated, kind of like my weight around the holidays. It was $5, and then $20, and then $15, and then 
$10, you know. With each gift, the bank account gets smaller and the stress gets larger. I grew up in a fairly small family. There were only five of us Newtons. We gave gifts to each other, as we were able, and we combined on gifts for grandparents. Marriage, well, marriage changed all of that. Over the past two years, I added 15 more people, thanks to Shannon's big family. So now the gift-giving list, it's up to 21, because my sister just had a baby. 21! That's a lot of gifts, and a lot of money, and a lot of stress. A third thing that, well, a lot of us stress over is gift-giving. Speaking of gifts, it's not just the money, it's... The act of giving itself is a chore. You know, this is going to be the fourth Christmas that I get to spend with the lovely Mrs. Newton. And one thing I've learned is that the act of planning and buying gifts stresses her out. Finding something for everyone that they will like is like, well, trying to get a bipartisan bill through Congress. You know how difficult that is these days. It's tough and plenty of compromises have to be made. Every year, my family starts a text message chain with Christmas gifts, you know, the wants and desires. So my dad usually goes either super simple, like socks, or something high-tech. Dad lately has, because perhaps we've not given him the right gifts over the years, he started to attach links to the items he wants on the text message, specific items at specific stores. I actually appreciated it. But my mom, on the other hand, is usually, well, she's one of those people who says, whatever you give, I'll love. Oh, don't worry about it. Whatever, oh, I'll love whatever you give me. To a stressed out shopper, that phrase is the equivalent of, I'm not expecting much that I'd like, so go ahead and do your best to impress me. Ha! She means well, though, and is serious about being happy with anything. I, however, take it as a challenge to impress her. Every year I try. Sometimes I succeed. Another big stress around the holidays is travel. One of the biggest stressors for Shannon and I is the logistical battle of spending quality time with three families over the distance of like I don't know, three continents and 18 time zones and, okay, well, at least three or four different states. It's the amazing race, Newton style. Shannon's parents are divorced and stretched across Kansas while my family is in northern Texas. We live in between in Arkansas. So who do we visit first? Who will get offended if we're not there on Christmas morning? How will we split up the 26 hours of driving over 10 days? What about weather conditions, tires, oil changes, pit stops? A lot of stress, you see. Another thing that adds a whole lot of stress for a lot of people during the holidays is if they've suffered a loss of a loved one during the year before, or they're still grieving maybe a loss that's fairly recent. It is perhaps one of the most heart-wrenching stressors of the holidays. It's a feeling of loss and loneliness. Have you suffered? A loss in your life over the last year? If you have, then you certainly know what I'm talking about. I was hit upside the head with this reality back in the early 2000s 
when an older lady in our church named Jan lost her husband Jim. Jan was in our weekly small group, and as the holidays progressed, her sadness and hurt intensified. We all threw our arms around her in an emotional bear hug and tempered our Christmas celebration a bit for her benefit. But it was really, really hard seeing somebody go through this isolation and loneliness. And her family lived close by, so it wasn't the fact that nobody was there. It was this suffering and loss, this grief. I have a friend who lost his dad on Christmas Eve and another who lost a grandparent at Christmas time. Thanksgiving is hard on my family because we lost both of my mother's parents around the beginning of November. And 12 years ago, during the Christmas season, we lost suddenly my dad's father. It's so hard to be joyous when there's a big hole in your heart, you know? So what can we do to fight the annual holiday stress? Well, first of all, Remember that Christmas time should be a season of great joy and hope and light because of the birth of Jesus. No matter how much stress you feel during the holidays from logistics, and you're going to feel some stress, it is very important to keep Jesus at the forefront of your mind. One thing that I have found to be helpful is to take a few minutes each day to engage in a spiritual routine of some sort. In my household, we observe the ancient Christian tradition of Advent. Advent is the season that starts off the church calendar year, and it takes place the four weeks before Christmas Day. This year, Advent starts on Sunday, December 3rd. Years ago, I wrote a daily Advent devotional book that my wife and I use every night to read scripture, to pray, and to focus on one glorious thing that Jesus brought to earth with his first coming. We light a candle on our Advent wreath and even sing Christmas carols. It's really wonderful. I've kept this Christmas routine personally for years and introduced it to my wife when we were dating. She finds our nightly Advent time to be a wonderful distraction from the noise and stress of the holidays. It also helps us keep our focus on Jesus every day this season. I'm excited to tell you that I have a new Advent book that you are more than welcome to download for free and use during December. Advent for Restless Hearts, that's what it's called. And it's a daily devotional with topics, Bible verses, a devotional reading, reflection questions, and prayers. Head over to RestlessHeart.org, that's our ministry website, RestlessHeart.org, to download it in several different formats. Eventually, it will also be available in print, you know, Books? That old-fashioned form of communication? Try to choose something to do every day that refocuses your heart and mind on Jesus. It will help you during the stressful times. A second thing is to reach out to others who are struggling with holiday stress. If you see someone stressing out this year, will you give them an emotional bear hug? Will you pray for them? Will you check in on them? to make sure they're doing okay. You know, doing these things can make the holidays easier for them to endure. And there's a flip side to helping others. I almost guarantee that you yourself will receive some help from them. You see, the body of Christ, the church, is like a symbiotic organism. We encourage one another. We weep with one another. We comfort one another. 
We bear each other's emotional and physical burdens, and we love one another. So reach out. If you see somebody having a tough time, try to encourage them. It is my fervent prayer that you hang in there this holiday season. Merry Christmas and be God's.